This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Samuel chapter number one. As we come to this portion of scripture, the book is named after the man Samuel that God uses in a mighty way, but we meet in the beginning chapter here uh, his mother and his father. And we meet up with a situation that is less than perfect, but uh, finds God's perfection and God's moving and working in it. And we meet up with a lady named Hannah who has a great burden, a great burden, that God ends up using her as a great mother. I want to read the story to you from the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, chapter number 1. I think it's important we read this passage of Scripture together and the story and hear what God has. We look at this lady's life this morning on this Mother's Day. In God's word, 1 Samuel chapter 1, the Bible says, Now there was a certain man of Ramath am Imzophim, of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jehoram, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, and Ephrathite. Who wants to volunteer to come up here and read that verse again? <laughs> verse 2. And he had two wives, the name of the one was Hannah, the name of the other, Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, his, offered he gave to Penina, his wife, and all her sons and her daughters portions. But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb, and her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to, to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul, and prayed unto the Lord, and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid but wilt give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, 
No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah and Elkanah, knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass, when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived, that she bare a son, and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of the Lord. And the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer unto the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah went not up, for she said unto her husband, I will not go up until the child be weaned, and then I will bring him, that he may appear before the Lord, and there abide forever. And Elkanah, her husband, said unto her, Do what seemeth thee good. Tarry until thou have weaned him. Only the Lord establish his word. So the woman abode and gave her son suck until she weaned him. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him into the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli, and she said, O oh, my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here, praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I ask of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. You come to verse number 26, and Samuel is born, has been weaned, and now Hannah and Samuel together have appeared before the priest, and she reminds him of a moment, that moment where great bitterness in her soul had boiled up, and she turned to the Lord and began to pray call on the Lord and trust the Lord with her problems and her needs. And she looks at the prophet and she says, My Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. Today's message is titled this, Hannah, the lady who prayed to the Lord. The lady who prayed to the Lord. Now in Hannah's life we have a very happy ending. Her son is the namesake of this book, and God uses Samuel in a mighty way throughout his life. We have a success story of a lady who has been used of God to bring a child into the world that God used in a mighty way. Someone said it very wisely, the hand that rocks the cradle rocks the world. And the truth of the matter is the power of a godly mother is a resource that should never be swindled away. I am the product of a godly mother and grandmothers and godly women who have influenced my life. And so are you. Abraham Lincoln 
was nine years old when his mother died. Yet he said, as an older man, everything that I am, I owe to my darling mother. You see, Hannah was a woman. Hannah was a woman who prayed to the Lord, who came to faith in the Lord, who put God first, who depended on the Lord in her time of great need, and God used Hannah in a mighty way. And I'll have you know something today. Every woman in this world and man alike who will come to the Lord, put Jesus on the throne of their heart as king, and serve him faithfully, will find God faithful. And the opportunities and the privilege and the outcome of a life that is surrendered to the will of God is one that finds God's perfect will and perfect satisfaction, perfect peace, and glorious opportunities. Hannah was a woman that prayed to the Lord. Number one, I want you to consider this with me this morning, the problems. Hannah's life was not a life that was without problems. And all of us have life with problems, don't we? Hannah was a life that had problems, and as we meet Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter number 1, we see her to be a woman with some pretty big problems. First of all, she had a great physical problem. Look what the scripture says in verse number 2. He, Elkanah, had two wives. The name of the one was Hannah, the name of the other, Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Now, it's an interesting thing. It was... Uh, not terribly uncommon for a man to have two wives at this time, but generally the reason you had two wives at this time was because your first wife was unable to bear children. And so Hannah, as we can understand from Scripture and culture this day, Hannah was most likely uh, Elkanah's first wife, his first love. That's the one that he saw as a young man and his heart beat out of his chest because of Hannah. And the Bible makes it very plain that Elkanah loved Hannah. And Elkanah treated Hannah very well. But Hannah had a physical problem that was a major problem in these days. She couldn't have children. She couldn't have children. So Elkanah had a second wife. I don't recommend this. Uh, that's not the way to go. It's not uh, biblically sound in this New Testament era, but that's what happened. He married Penina. He married Penina primarily because Hannah had a physical problem. Now, I don't know about you, but there's just something terribly discouraging when you have physical problems. You have medical issues, things that you just can't help. Things that keep you from doing what you want to do. As a matter of fact, the more you look at life and the more you're around people, most folks have certain things, physical things, that keep them from doing everything they'd like to do. Hannah had a problem. How many of you can identify with Hannah? There's things you'd like to do, but you just can't do them anymore. Do you think that Hannah's physical problem was a surprise to God? No. As a matter of fact, God would use Hannah's physical problem in a very great way in the near future. Hannah had problems. She didn't only have physical problems, but she had family problems. And everybody that's had family problems says, oh me. If you have a family, guess what? You're going to have family problems. Look at the family problems. Boy, Hannah had it rough. Uh, Hannah was married, and the physical problems had led to bringing in Penina into the home. And the Bible says in verse number 4, When the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons, 
and her daughters portions. Penina had multiple children. The Bible says in verse 5, But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion. Now, Elkanah's doing right. He's trying to, trying to treat Hannah right. But the Bible says in verse 5, The Lord had shut up her womb. Verse 6, And her, Hannah's adversary, Penina. I wouldn't recommend that you name your next daughter Penina because she was a real Penina, I'm telling you. What a pain she was. And her adversary also provoked her sore. What was Penina doing? Penina, when she got a chance, you, you know this person. When she got a chance, she would stick Hannah. It was a verbal thing, but when she got an opportunity, if she got a chance, she would do something just to claw her down just a little bit. Something to puff herself up and to bring Hannah down. Now, Penina knew that Hannah was preferred of Elkanah, but... Penina was consistently jabbing at her. You know that person. You know how it is. Pride, arrogance, Penina. She had family problems. The Bible says in verse number 7, verse number 6, that her adversary provoked her sore. <laughs> she provoked her until she was just sore. She, she heard about it. It was just awful, the consistency that this family problem brought and she, she did it to make her fret, the Bible says in verse number 6 and verse number 7. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. It was a family problem. Not only that, it was a long-term problem. She was dealing with an issue. This issue is not something that happened for a few days and it was over. It was something that lasted a long time. The Bible says that this went on so year to year, year after year, year after year, year after year. How many of you in your heart don't acknowledge it by raising your hands, but how many of you in your heart there's a burden that you bear? You'd really love to see it relieved. You'd really love to see it taken away. There's something that eats at you, something that hurts you. It may be a physical thing. It may be a family thing. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.